0: Again, that's ebaymotors.com.
1: Well, here we are, 10-12, a little late, sorry about that, here on the East Coast, September 16, 2023, the AEW... Collision review show here on the fightful YouTube channel. Rick Uchino, Iridian Fiero, Cresta the star. What is going on, guys? What a look, rock solid episode of AEW Collision, I thought tonight, highlighted by the main event. Listen, y'all, we as we often do on this show, we will complain about the booking of the women in professional wrestling. Okay. Gotta give credit where it's due. This was this was a good week capped off tonight by Chris Datlander and Dr. Britt Baker, DMD the fifth women's main event that we got across WWE and AEW alone this week. The only show that did not main event now, granted, I know SmackDown. It was really John Cena that closed the show but the last match of the night, the actual main event, the build main event was Bailey and Oscar. So counting that uh, dynamite this week was really the only show that did not close Uh, with a women's match so look i'm i'm happy a guy could get used to this uh, as an as an you know advocate for women's wrestling i could get used to this and i could get used to more matches like this tonight between chris statlander and dr Britt baker dmd we're going to get into the main event first tonight and give the spotlight on the ladies because they deserve it in my opinion but uh, iridian how you doing tonight what would you think of the show overall
2: I am doing so well, Rick. Thank you so much for asking. I thought this was a great collision. Really, really good matches. We had good promos. We had a really good buildup to the pay-per-view. Like, There's just really good stuff that was happening, but man, the women really stole the show for me tonight, and I cannot wait to talk about them. I just, oh my God. Literally the last few minutes, I was on the floor crawling. Like, I didn't know what to do. I couldn't handle myself cresta how did you think collision went tonight collision overall was
3: great starting off hot mm-hmm. danielson losing to starks oh my god oh, I also see. i have to go mm-hmm. ahead and say nigel mcginnis tonight on commentary oh. really was just saying anything and i was living mm-hmm. i was living tonight <laughs> was such a good ever the women ending the the show before we went on live i said Pittsburgh was not happy about that decision. <laughs> but that match was phenomenal. That pin combination, come on, ladies. Come on, ladies. No.
1: Look, beating Britt Baker in Pennsylvania at her alma mater, Penn State tonight. Like it was shocking to me. I felt like a lot of people, you know, especially after after Chris got the win that she did on Rampage this week, were like, Oh, now she's facing Brit in Pennsylvania. Oh, they're not about like, I feel like a lot of people have had Brit as the heavy favorite tonight Uh and I got sucked into it. And I don't know why, because all night Nigel has been sitting here saying this was a night for massive upsets, right? Like beating Britt Baker in Pennsylvania is a massive upset. I don't care how big of a heater Chris Statlander is on, but can you, has anybody had a better week outside of maybe Pat McAfee? Has anybody had a better week than Chris Statlander who beats Jade Cargill clean as a sheet? To main event one show and then comes back and beats Britt Baker, yeah. In the main event of the next night. Now, granted, it was actually three days in between because that match between uh, Jade Cargill happened in Cincinnati, which I'm pissed I missed that show. Now, but uh, I I can't help it where my wedding anniversary falls, so I wasn't going to be able to, to go to that uh, that show. But regardless, mm-hmm. uh we'll talk about Britt Baker and Chris Statlander. We'll talk about Jade Cargill as well because just last week, ladies, we were ecstatic about her being back and what this could mean and whether or not she's, you know, going to win the TBS championship back. How, how long are they going to wait to have this, this blow off match with Statlander and boy, how, how how things change in a week. Uh, But we want to get your guys's comments on it as well. Uh, Get your super chats in, get your Humper chats. in. again, we'll, we'll start with the ladies. Uh, You can send them in overall as well. Big bizarro L. Uh, hopping in early. He said, who flipped the switch this week for cohesive story building. Uh, you can see it up in the card. The women's division is getting some attention, but still needs more. And commentary was on point. I live by two things, pocket sand, and it's my person. I don't know you. That's a Bobby Hill reference. Thank you very much. I died laughing for that uh, on commentary tonight. Anytime we can get some King of the Hill references in there. Oh, man, that just makes 13-year-old me very, very happy. So thank you, uh, Big Bizarro L, for sending in the Humper Chat. Get your Super Chats in. Get your Humper Chats in. Uh, Our um, moderator, uh, Drew, good buddy of the show, is going to be picking through them all. Make sure that I'm on point tonight, just like commentary was, and actually reads all of these Super Chats and Humper Chats before the show ends tonight. So uh, get them in, and we will dive into all of them. If you want to talk about Britt or Chris or the fact that Jade Cargill uh, reported is no longer in AEW. And not only that, she is on her way to WWE, or at least many believe that she is. And now, who broke that report? Oh, yeah. Again, that was Sean Ross app, Uh, Fightful Select. Just $5. It's the best $5 you're going to spend in a month. Like, seriously, think about all the things you spend $5 on mm-hmm. in, in, in a week's time. Like, you can't even get a big Mac value meal for $5 anymore. All right. Like you're getting all the best wrestling news, all the biggest scoops right to your email before anybody else gets them. And not only that, you're not getting them secondhand. So like these aggregators that constantly get Sean's reports like wrong or because completely, or even if it's like they alter one little thing or put some kind of spin on it, you're not getting that you're getting actually what Sean says verbatim uh, right to your email. So if I full select, make sure that you uh, hop on that. Um before we get into the main event, let's talk about Jade Cargill, uh Iridian, because last last Wednesday, like when they made that announcement, because I'm watching the T I'm I'm watching it from home uh a a little bit in and out. Like I said, it's my wedding anniversary, but I would I made sure to I like that caught my attention when they said that Chris Satlin or Jade Cargill were going to be having a TBS championship rematch on rampage Mm. now that's a pay-per-view match. Okay. That's a pay-per-view feud. And I'm going, it's not even a week. And you're putting that on rampage. What on God's green earth is going on here. And then I happen to just wake up at 3 AM in the morning because you know, my, I have kids, uh, but I see my email and I see Jade Cargill done with AEW likely going to WWE. And I'm like, Oh, that explains a lot. Um, obviously kind of shocking. And uh, at the time, and I, I still think it's like, uh, I don't know how we got to this point, uh, Aridian. but uh, here we are. Your thoughts on Jade being done and yeah. possibly being on her way over to WWE.
2: What an eventful week it's been for us. You know, like you said, last week we were super excited to see Jade back. We're like, oh my goodness, this is just going to add so much to the women's division. And we were super excited. We we're already fantasy booking what matches she was going to have. Yeah. Exactly. And then we hear. Oh, she's actually on her way to WWE. Not even, like, done with AEW. She's done with AEW and on her way to WWE. Like, Mm -hmm. what? That was literally so hard for me to process. And once I did, I'm like, you know what? I'm kind of excited. There's a lot of jade there you know qu- qualities that she has and i'm like you know what that makes sense mm-hmm. i could see jade in wwe and just all the matches that she could have one being with bianca belair that's a wrestlemania match right there uh, like, that's,
1: that. i'm sorry no disrespect to bianca and charlotte give me bianca and jade cargill at wrestlemania yes. 40 yes silly, right now
2: that right now. would be such a moneymaker and i'm just already thinking of like okay all these things that she could do all these um promotions that she could be doing like sponsorship wise. Like she is just money. And I think that though, I am sad to see her go from AEW, you know, that's like another person that's hopping on to, you know, going to WWE Cody did it first. Now we're going to see Jade who else now I'm thinking people could start jumping ship, you know, not that it's a bad thing because I feel like this is all good competition, but I am very, very excited for the possibilities of Jade in WWE. Um, yeah, I'm I'm just super ready for it. Sad that she's not going to be in AEW anymore, but you know, there's a lot of things for her in WWE.
1: Yeah, uh, Cresta, I I look at Jade Cargill, and much like Cody, mm-hmm. and I just see big stadium performer. Like she's mm-hmm. she's an asset. She is a uh, an attraction. There's there's not a lot of uh, people, forget yeah. men or women, people who are built uh, like Jade Cargill is you put her behind the WWE production train and just go just go just hit start go.
3: honestly yes no you're absolutely right in that my only my only sadness is like i really would have liked to see jade cargo as um aew women's championship i sure, think there's yeah. more story there but i do agree with you guys in the sense that she is so grandiose that i think wwe behind her and i kind of feel the same way about ricky starks you, it would put you on the next plateau level way above and i'm not saying you can't achieve that in aew but it's like wwe has the, the deep pockets of production value if it's true, I'm happy for her. Go get your money, sis. Don't let the money get you. But if the other report I heard is true that she's going to NXT, now now, Mr. Federation, now you're playing in my face. Don't do that. Don't yes. do that. I would not be mad to see her versus Lash Legend, Jakara uh, Jackson, or even Tiffany Stratton. Wouldn't be mad at the or Blair Davenport. However, Jay Cargo in NXT, stop. Stop.
1: So <laughs> I could understand it. I could because... I mean, part of part of what went wrong, I think, if we want to say anything with, with, with Jade's run as a TBS champion is a lot of it just became more the same. It was enhancement match. It was enhancement match. There wasn't you know, after she beat Athena at all out back in 2022. Uh-huh. I mean, there there wasn't a lot of growth. There wasn't a lot, you know, of, for her to sink her teeth into. And I've said this on, on other outlets. I just me as a, a as a Observer, somebody who's watching from the outside, in there were some times where she just looked bored, like doing the same stuff in the ring every week. My personal opinion, that's what I saw. I just saw, I just looked in her eyes and I'm like, she wants to do something else, like she wants to go the extra mile and do something else. Um, so like when they bring in somebody like Ty Valkyrie, like that was great. And you know, I was looking forward to a a lengthy, Uh lengthy feud with Chris Statlander. And hey, first off, if Jade really is gone. I give her a ton of credit for coming back and putting over Chris Statlander the way Sorry that she. did. that. She could have easily just left and just left that asterisk on Chris Statlander's name, and she said, "Nope, I'm gonna come back. I'm i I'm gonna go out on my back, do the professional thing, and let Chris actually beat me, and not be my only loss in AEW to be that I just beat somebody." oh, now I'm going to get my ass kicked because I'm prideful, right? Like, no, she went, she legit got beat. So I give her, I give her a ton of credit for that Iridian.
2: Oh yeah, absolutely. I think, uh, like you said, she didn't have to do that. So big props to her because women supporting women, I am here (laughs) for that. Absolutely. And man, I'm just thinking the trickle effect that this is going to have now on the women's division, you know, not having Jade there anymore. Um, but going back to the banger of a match that the women put on tonight, you know, if people doubted Chris Statlander before, you cannot doubt her anymore after tonight's performance, because this, this just demonstrated that, what type of performer Chris Statlander is she is quick she is so strong we always talk about her being a powerhouse I feel like she does not get the credit that she deserves because she is just so fantastic and this match against Britt Baker tonight really really showed it and oh my god I hope that we get to see more matches like this with Chris Statlander
1: yeah Krista I said at the top of the show I don't think you could have you could ask for a better week than than Chris Statlander who like started off gangbusters with this TBS title run. She had like five matches in eight days after she caps off, you know, coming back from the the ACL injury. And then they like parked her on the bench and she really didn't have a whole lot to do. And I'm like, really, what are we doing here? And then she gets in this like nice little feud with Ruby only lasted a couple of weeks and boy, dang from Ruby to Jade To Britt, she has been on a heater. And now, all of a sudden, this TBS title run is cooking.
3: I mean, at this point, the only person for her to left to beat... On the AEW Mount Rushmore of women is Thunder Rosa or Serena Deed. You know what I mean? These yeah. are the these are the upper echelon of women. I'm not saying that nobody else is up there with her. I think Taya Valkyrie is somebody I would like to see her in a match with Kiara Hogan as well. But like at that point, those are the only two women left. Before you're like, all right, girls, it's me now. You know this was this match was fantastic. I also had the privilege of watching impact and I know i come on here every week and talk about impact, but impact today this week for the women as well was amazing. So this week for women's wrestling in general, past and present, Chris Statland is definitely at the top of the list for people who super won. but if you have worked in impact wrestling and seeing the beautiful people come back, awesome Kong in the same ring with Gail Kim. This week was fantastic. Next week, do it again, do it again. Unless
1: yeah, let's let's build on this. Let's not let this just be a one week out of fifty two weeks of the year kind of yeah. a thing. Let's like keep the momentum rolling. I was just saying we need five main events every week, but you know, just a little extra, little, like, a little like 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 Bizarro said at the top of the show. Like tonight was a great step. Let's get a little more, right? Let's just get exactly. a little bit, you know a little bit more, a little bit more, a little more attention here. Um, and I like I said, we'll uh, I'm. Going back to Jade Cargill here because we got a, uh, a super chat here from Michael Compton. He said he was in Cincy. Uh, it was a great match. We could tell something was up by how she played to the crowd post-match. Uh, love seeing Chris go on this uh, great run this week. Uh, I did want to finish my point because I never really made the point. Um, with With Jade Cargill, I could see where maybe they want to get her a little bit more seasoning and get her kind of up to speed with you know some of the other ladies in wwe because she has been doing just so many enhancement matches for for months That's now and kind of get her run up there but i think honestly you could do that with like house show matches and dark matches and just introduce jade cargill on the main roster and do a lot of smoke and mirrors and just present her as a massive star kind of like what aew did with her in the big be- in the get-go um and then just build up to it um but yeah, like I said, give me, give me Jade and give me Bianca at WrestleMania 40, please. Put my, put that in my veins. I, I'll I, take it I one step that.
3: further, Rick. <laughs> Let's do a triple threat with Rhea Ripley. Oh my God!
1: I mean, oh, look, look, <laughs> look, look. For weeks, leading up to, for weeks, for months, uh, me and SP3 over in the Believe in Pro Wrestling podcast channel, we have talked about. How there was just no, they have booked themselves into a corner with, with Rhea Ripley because there's nobody on the roster that physically stands up to Rhea Ripley. My girl Naya's back. (laughs) And within, um, within three weeks here now, all right, we, we get a healthy Raquel Rodriguez who shows back up. We get Nia Jax who shows up on raw and Jade Cargill's coming yeah i would not be mad at that but i still believe the match for rhea ripley is going to be becky munch at wrestlemania 40 i believe that's what they're going to do which... that
2: rumble is going to be insane okay the royal rumble with all these women in it imagine jade's music hits
3: during royal rumble
1: imagine she wins the damn thing
3: <gasps> so i didn't mean to scream
1: <laughs> imagine she wins the damn thing and challenges bianca belair for the wwe women's championship I'm just- Wow. I'm just wow. saying. I'm just throwing out outlandish ideas here. I'm just throwing out outlandish Zicky ideas.
3: dice outlandish.
1: <laughs> uh, Jennifer Kathleen with a super chat saying, "Normally can't watch Collision live, but I am so glad, all caps, I could this week just to experience that main event live. I was dying. Hell yeah!" She says. Uh, let's talk about this main event. Super strong uh, response for uh, Dr. Britt. Obviously, she's at her alma mater, Penn State. Uh, they did show highlights of uh stats win over Jade Cargill on Rampage, including the hug at the end of the match. Glad they did that. Uh, early on though, thought this was really interesting. So, they do the spot where uh Chris kind of tweaks her knee, mm-hmm. and Bridge is just laying in wait, and she has a chance to you know do a chop block, do something, go after the knee. She decides to hold off on that, and I, I believe what she ended up doing was like a, a bulldog or a spinning neck or something like that instead. And then she goes after the knee later. So I, 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 I feel like Britt, as a babyface, you know, early on in the match, didn't want to go for the low-hanging fruit, but then realized, oh, this chick's for real. I need to pull out all the stops. And then she's literally just chucking both surgically repaired knees off the turnbuckle at one point in this match. But the closing segment. was was it for this one Iridian with Britt going deep into the playbook uh, she pulls out Angel's wing she hits another stomp Statlander kicks out again I think the entire arena was sold that that was it and then I knew they were sold when Britt goes up to the top rope Statlander gets her up on her shoulders beautiful count by Britt Baker here where she gets her into a standing lockjaw takes her down to the ground And everybody's just waiting for that one little hand that's flapping to start, you know, you know, flicking, you know. That everybody's waiting for that. The roll up by Chris Statlander was so great because not only did she roll her up for the win, which we've seen a a, a million times, right? But she was able to actually use her size and her strength to make that pin look so realistic because she literally did trap Britt down to the ground, and somehow this awkward position that she was in just utilized her long legs. I bought it. I bought into it. Like, I loved that finish so damn much, and then the crowd was just so pissed already, and it was great. I loved this so much tonight. Oh, my God.
2: I will admit, I was also bamboozled tonight (laughs) by this main event. Bamboozled, she said. I I was bamboozled, okay? They played me. They got me. I bet you people were laughing because I was gasping for air. I could not believe that Britt Baker lost. In I,
3: Pittsburgh.
2: I know. I really thought that you know, Chris Statlander. I was like, all right. I guess she had a good run. Like, I guess you know, maybe. I mean, at this point, I was like, I guess, sure. You know, you can't like advertise that match in Britt's hometown of just, her school. Her school. There's no I was way. Say, it's
1: her school. I don't know if Penn State's no. actually in Pittsburgh. No, it's far away from Pittsburgh. But her, uh,
2: her school it's not in the
1: middle of nowhere. It's in the middle of uh, in the
2: middle of nowhere. Yikes. Yikes. Rooney. That's what I said. <laughs> But, man, it's just what a match of beauty. And these women really showed up and showed out tonight. I was super, super excited about this match. I've been waiting for it all day.
0: And this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer?
2: Man, it really didn't disappoint. And I'm super glad that they really got to showcase themselves in this mm-hmm. way. Man, Britt Baker is just so fantastic. And Chris Statlander looked absolutely dominant. She was killing it the first couple minutes of this match. I was like, Okay, Britt, come on, you gotta hit her now. You gotta do something. I don't know. Don't just lie there waiting. And man, that ends- got
1: more aggressive, yeah. Yes, for sure. yeah, she, really she got more aggressive.
2: So she was really picking it up and it really made, it played into the story well of like, man, this isn't like any other person Britt Baker's face. So Chris Statlander is just such a powerhouse. It was so beautiful to watch. Cresta, were you there with me on the floor or were you composed?
3: <laughs> Are you just, did you just call Chris Statlander not like most girls? Oh, <laughs> you mentioned know, that in there. You mentioned
1: Maya
0: earlier.
3: No, this match, I feel like, and I hate to say this, and I don't care if y'all call me a Mark. My middle name is Cresta, Mark Anstar. Star. I feel like Britt Baker at the end worked herself into a shoot a little bit. You got a little too smart for your britches. I was thoroughly impressed with that octopus stretch. Oh, that
1: was so good.
3: And then into the lock jaw, I was like, Girl! She's gonna throw you to the floor, and as soon as I said that, she threw you to the floor. It wasn't <laughs> just a roll up; it was a bridge roll up. So you can't even say my shoulders were on the ground too. And I think even after Brit lost, Britt, the look on her face was like this girl just barely pulled up. It was good. I got
1: God. There's nothing she yeah, could say. Right. He got God.
3: Yep. could say. I thought this match was superb. And to echo Rick's point. Brit should have been a jerk from jump because Chris Statlander literally is not like most girls. If Jade is a powerhouse, so is Chris in her own right. I saw someone in the chat, chat say, Chris Statlander versus Jamie Hayter is going to get the meat chance. And that's exactly who she was against tonight, a meat mountain of a woman. And I, I'm happy for it. But at the same time, Brit, you too smart. Sometimes you just got to be a jerk. <laughs> I thought she was going for the Panama Sunrise when that first yeah. Canadian destroyer oh. got countered. So I'm like, why you keep trying to do this, girl? Just not for another hit on the knee, like being jerk, Like yeah.
1: <laughs> this is one of those situations where, like, oh, I'm the baby face. I shouldn't chop block another baby face. Like, screw that. This is a title match. Like, I- I'm willing to throw that crap out the window, which is why I'm like, it wasn't smart for Britt to stand there for three seconds and wait for Chris to turn around and then hit a a neck breaker instead of going after the injured knee, especially when that's the story you're telling about. Cause she still wrestled as the heel. Like she was still delivering the heat to Chris Datlander in this match. I mean, she's bouncing her knee. I don't know. That one spot just stuck out to me. I just thought it was weird. Like maybe they thought that would be too heelish to do. And I just, I don't know. I I don't agree.
3: Look, look at like Dax Harwood, Dax Harwood, no matter, no matter what FTR does, yeah. people still cheer them. And Dax Harwood don't care if your arm is broken. He's, he's Christian. He's essentially Christian. He'll yes. take you out like Christian, but the crowd will still cheer. It's a championship match. You got to win. I, I thought it was a fantastic match, but I agree with you there with the dumb baby face syndrome.
1: <laughs> dumb ba- It strikes it will strike at any time. Luckily Brit's a doctor and she was able to uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, get herself get herself situated um by the way i want to i want to say something because i feel like Britt baker gets a lot of especially early on like the spring and the summer and things like that she was getting a lot of flack like on social media she's just one of these people that people just love to to Mm -hmm. shit on Mm -hmm. um ever since she like made that announcement that she was kind of stepping more away from uh Dentistry and focusing more on on AEW. Has anybody else noticed that she has just been on point, like in these last few months? Like, has noticed like a like not. I'm not saying that she's like improved with her skill, but she has been sharper. Like, Uh just see the focus in her and see the drive in her. Like, I I feel just like she's she's been so much crisper when she hasn't been trying to do it all. Uh, and I just, something. I is it something that I'm only noticing, or has anybody else picked up on that as well?
2: I haven't picked up on it, but I've always been a fan of Brit. So I feel like even if she was not doing the best, I would have been like, yes, Brit Baker. Wonderful. <laughs> ten out of ten. <laughs> so, I'm a ride or die girl we, for Brit. Yeah,
1: we, we all get those people we look at life through Rose colored glasses. I get it. I totally I get swear. it. I but, see what like,
3: you mean though, Rick. Now that you're saying that, yeah. I feel like she's she's wrestling like she has something to prove and there's nothing yeah. wrong with that. I don't, I enjoy Britt Baker. I've heard the criticism, but I also feel like it kind of comes when you're towards the top of the card. Could mm-hmm. It couldn't be valid. Yes. Yeah. Could it also be jealousy? Uh, you, how are you hating from outside the club and you can't get in? Exactly. Exactly.
1: Look, I'm just saying at some point, you know, being a full-time dentist and being a full-time professional wrestler, that's going to, you're going to get tired, right? You're going to get, it's yeah. going to catch up to you, right? Like, Hell, I'm I'm running. I've been running on E for three oh, years. And I'm not like. Yeah, now you're just watching it. <laughs> no,
3: and like, then after that, you gotta put your hands in someone's mouth. I want to go to sleep.
1: <laughs> like, I'm just saying. Like, I'm not, I'm not saying she. I'm not trying to say she shouldn't go back to doing full-time dentistry. If that's what she wants to do and keep putting up with it. I'm just saying I've noticed that she has been. She just seems like she's performing mm-hmm. motivated mm-hmm. just to remind people like kind of like i may not be the champion but like this is my damn division like she i feel like that's what i've that's what i've been seeing out of Britt baker for the last uh for the last few months at least ever since she she made that public so again i i love what i saw out of both ladies tonight chris datlander looks like an absolute monster yeah uh, give me her and athena now please uh sure. you know so, and certain-
2: <laughs> julia was out there watching the whole thing, and my mind, I was like, "Oh my God, not Julia! I love Julia. So Julia and a Chris Statlander feud would also be fantastic because now you're also could involve best friends and the House of Black. Like, there's just so many layers to this.
1: Yeah, Um Julia be, I don't know. I feel like Statlander would look at Julia like, "You a snack? Like, they're like, this, this is this is nothing for me. <laughs> I mean." Yeah, but the from last couple stand, from a Stature Jul- standpoint, you know what I'm saying.
3: But Julia's, but
1: listen, Ms. I used Julia to feel that in the work.
3: she puts that. Yeah. Way. I used to feel that way about Penelope Four, but I feel like if you put Julia in the corner, she's not hanging out with the House of Black for shits and giggles. You know, <laughs> she out here it's doing true. a Black Mass or Brody King stuff in the back that we don't know about. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's true. Can do a lot of smoke and mirrors with that as well. Uh, another Humper chat from Bizarro Big L. Great match in the main event tonight. Stat beating uh, Brit. Makes sense when you think of O.C., Orange Cassidy being her trainer. That was his seatbelt pin. Uh, the only thing more cursed last week, he says, was uh, Rick cursing both of our teams with his blasphemy. You got to give Danhausen $20 to uncurse your team from uh, the loss in Cleveland. Look, death taxes in the Cincinnati Bengals playing like crap in week one. All right. That's just how it works. That's that Zach Taylor system. It's worked out pretty well for them uh, the last couple of years. So hopefully they just, you know, win the final game this year. I, think I have a sports
3: reference for you. Ready? Yes, I got one. I feel like this is also the curse of some teams as, as a former Nick fan, they could play great all season and then game four last 10 minutes. They close their eyes and just start doing this. So <laughs> it happens. Sometimes it happens to the best of us. <laughs>
1: Oh uh, man, I just wish Joe Burrow could enter a season 100 healthy. Uh, that would be great. Just just one time. Just I don't one know time. who that
3: is. You lost me. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh,
1: that, that would be the uh, MVP of the NFL this year. That's who that is. All right. Anyway, let's go back to the top of the show here. We'll do. We'll dive into the rest of AEW Collision again. Make sure to get your super chats in, your humper chats in, uh, and uh, our our good buddy Drew moderating the chat. will will uh, put them up there and crack the whip and make sure I read them on the air before we get out. We open up the show tonight, Ricky Starks and Big Bill versus Brian Danielson and Claudio Castagnoli. Um, I don't know what happened in the first 10 minutes of this match because all I could focus on was the six-year-old girl who was screaming her damn head off at Ricky Starks for this entire matchup. Like, man, that girl got, had horror movie lungs. You know what I mean by that? Okay, there were three girls. <laughs> three
2: girls front row little girls cheering their brains out for ricky starks i thought it was grown women but it made sense to the high pitch afterwards and i'm like, okay it's little girls i totally get it i said shout out to the girls ringside screaming for ricky because they were expressing what we were all feeling (laughs)
1: look you want to know how loud they were Like I instantly, I knew it was kids because I have kids. I know how ear shattering they can be. That sounds familiar. Yeah. I'm like, Oh God, somebody brought their young girl to the show and they are having the time of their lives right now. And everybody in that arena is miserable. Shout out to commentary for somehow keeping composed and calling the match with that happening, like 10 feet to their right and giving them a shout out on commentary too, by the way. But like, our good buddy Doc Mueller on Twitter was like, how has nobody taken that whistle away from, that, from whoever has it? Not he thought it was a whistle. I'm like, dude, that ain't no whistle. That is a six-year-old having the time of her life right now. And my God, like luckily that wasn't happening throughout the entirety of the show. I hope that girl has a voice tomorrow. That's all I'm going to say.
2: I want to say maybe somebody calms them down because it was weird. Like the first 10 minutes I was also not paying attention because I thought like my window had a crack in it. Oh and I was like, Oh gosh. my God. I was like, maybe there's like something like the, the wind is like so loud outside and like it's coming in through that crack, so It's a high frequency and it wasn't. So um, I could not focus also for the first 10 minutes. And then I was just trying to find them and I'm like, where are they? They were literally next to commentary. Uh-huh. So I, I, Their moms never told them anything. Their parents, I don't know who was there with them. Nobody shut them up. But um, I feel like when, you know, towards the end of the match, they were allowed to cheer or like somebody told them like, hey, relax, because then they kind of did. But man, lungs on them. (laughs)
3: I've watched enough impact from people who sit directly behind commentary who do the same thing. Cause I tuned it out. I totally didn't hear it. Maybe I don't know how I didn't. I, again, I watched many an impact where someone is screaming the entire show. (laughs) So I didn't hear that. So I'm sorry. Y'all maybe I'm deaf.
1: (laughs) I don't know how, how, uh, I don't know. You must, you must sleep great at night. All right. Oh, I
3: pass away. Drifting away. (laughs) I'm dying.
1: (laughs) Uh once I was able to get focused on the match, I liked what they did with Big Bill tonight. Um, first off, I'm still not over that man taking John Moxley's blood and putting oh on his lips like lipstick, and then parading around like he's in Clerks too. Uh, that man's an absolute menace. Uh, I love what I'm seeing out of Big Bill lately, but like this, this man was a giant redwood that would not go down. Like, not even Claudio could take this man off of his feet. Uh-huh. Like. Looks like an unstoppable monster, even though uh, John was able to catch him on Wednesday, because Britt may be able to lose in Pennsylvania, but John Moxley don't lose in Cincinnati. Uh, regardless, um, I thought Ricky had this match one when he hit the spear. Claudio cutting it a little too close for my heart when like they're already on the two count and his feet are still on the floor. I'm like, mother. <laughs> he found away, though. You saw his face
3: afterwards. He was like, yeah, yeah, I know I got it. All right, shut up. Continue the match.
1: (laughs) But it was all for nothing because he ends up out on the floor. Ricky, right to the dick of Brian Danielson, hits the Rochambeau and pins Danielson one, two, three to win this matchup. Um, That set the tone for the night, Iridian, because I did not see that one coming
2: literally insane and who else was insane nigel on commentary this man was like talking about the the strap match that ricky and brian had and he was like oh but he's married he's been married for nine years he was already whipped he had experience oh, like, why on
3: commentary tonight nigel said oh y'all y'all missed that other guy let me tell you the british couple."
2: insane and then he also called him little brittle brian
1: which what nigel Mm-mm. those two are gonna fight like those two are gonna fight they're,
2: they're building to it i just know that they are and i'm just like with all his little sparky remarks towards uh, danielson tonight i'm like all right when is this match happening because i know it's happening um man this is <laughs> Once I got over commentary, I was like, okay, Big Bill, you're doing great. I don't appreciate that he brought out his bloody Tims from... A couple days ago, I was like, "Sir, you could have just worn new shoes." And he literally said he was going to go out there with these bloody shoes on. And I was like, "That's nasty, sir. Put
1: on some new shoes, please." I feel like that's something that Brian Danielson would respect, though. Like, I yeah, it's like, all right, it's
3: a New York thing, already, and There's a proverb from New York that says it's never too hot for Timberlands, and he, he's from Queens, so
2: <laughs> he says I'm going to wear them. They're bloody. I, I'm making a statement, fashion statement. Okay. I guess, um, man, I don't think that Ricky needed the low blow, which is mm. different from the chance that I was praising of like, oh, we'll be grabbing the tights, what does that mean? Everybody grabs the tights, right? So I, I guess I could, you know, maybe take this back a couple of weeks from now. But I was like, okay, Ricky, I thought you guys were doing really well. Um, or maybe I was just deaf at this point and blind from the screaming that I was not processing everything well. But I do like this team of Big Bill and Ricky. I think yeah. that they're really giving something um, more to, to Big Bill because we hadn't seen a lot of him. But I think he's really showing up and showing out in this little team that they have. So I'm glad that they picked up the win, and now we get to see them more often. I do like that Nigel was also like, Ricky, with the manager's license, they're really pushing these manager's license. Um, So I I think that's that's a little funny thing.
3: But I do like this team. What do you guys think? I think that Big Bill was presented superb, phenomenal. Tonight, he was the man that would not go down. Claudio gave him, like, the uppercut, lariat, forearm chops, like 20 of them, and he was still like, is that all you got? I'm not going down. It was fantastic, and when Claudio tried to swing him, I'm like, "What are you doing? <laughs> I'm not knock it off. You're mm. not swinging that man. He's seven feet tall, and you can't teach that." And poor Ricky Starks, you are not seven feet tall, so you were getting swung. <laughs> this match was great. Him hitting Brian Danielson in the wiener makes mm-hmm. absolute sense on for two reasons. One. Something, something. Don't Brian dance and talk about weeders all the time. Something, something, too. There's yeah. two devastating moves in wrestling. The surprise roll-up and yambag City. Once you get hit, that you lose all your life points if you get hit in the yambag. All of them instantly. And it takes you two minutes to recover, no matter how much you're special, that A button. This was great. I love Ricky Stark's descent into madness. I love a good heel. I can't wait for the eventual big build return, but we're not going to talk about that right now. <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, uh, look, this is the most invested I've been in Bill in uh in a, maybe ever. Uh honestly, completely and just being completely honest here and uh, I love the pairing with him and Ricky and I think Ricky's helped elevating him and yeah. even like even in a match that he loses like against uh-huh. John on Wednesday, he came out looking like the star to me, like the guy I mean, I as as yoked as he is, like as big as he is, I don't know how he and Considering where he has been in his life and where he is right now, I don't know how you can't root for the guy. So yeah. I'm, I'm happy for him, and yeah, I'm, I'm I want to I want to see more of him. Like I know Ricky is getting the spotlight right now, and that and let it shine on Ricky because he deserves every bit of it. But soon Bill's going to be screaming for his own part of the spotlight and exactly. maybe putting a shadow on Ricky uh, by standing in front of him there a little bit. So I'm looking forward to that, and uh, yeah, the, what I love the most about this though. Is because we'll, we'll kind of bounce around here. This wasn't the last time that we saw Ricky Starks tonight, because they did all of these promotion packages about what we got coming up on Grand Slam and what we got coming up on Grand Slam Rampage and what we got coming up on Wrestle Dream, and they do this big video package for Brian Danielson uh, and and Zack Saber Jr. for Wrestle Dream, and then we come back and Ricky Starks is pissed and he's like, "I beat this man." Yet, he gets his big-ass video package for this pay-per-view show that I'm not even on. And I'm just like, preach, number one. And then he just comes out, and Iridian is challenging this man to a Texas death match on next week. Last week, Brian Danielson said that if this is his last year, it's going to be epic. This dude has started off this epic year with a challenge to Zack Sabre Jr. And now we're getting him and Ricky Starks in a Texas death match after we just watched the best strap match that's ever been put on. Like, Jesus, Brian. This is literally insane.
2: Brian Danielson is just in for probably the craziest wrestling year anyone has ever had. And, you know, good for Ricky for standing up again and being like, why do y'all keep playing me dirty? Because literally every single week, this man gets like tossed to the side and we know that he should be front and center. And he's like, y'all got packages for people who don't even work here. What is, what is happening? So he was making sense. He was preaching, but man, a Texas death match. I, I need to mentally prepare for all of these matches that Danielson is going to have. Cause I know they are not going to be, they're going to be so pretty to watch, but also just, I'm not ready for it.
3: Mm. <laughs> Creston, what do you think? Look at my visible anguish, man. I I like both of these wrestlers. I don't want to see that. Me, personally, is the match going to be good? Probably. Is the match going to be 27 stars in the Tokyo Dome? Most likely. Am I going to watch it? Oh, I hate bloody matches, man. And, like, Danielson, Moxley, to a lesser extent, Claudio Castagnoli, but definitely Wheeler Yuta. That's how y'all give it up, okay? Ricky Stasio, get them- I, I am visibly uncomfortable. <laughs> i I again, I know this match is gonna slap, but like you said, I know that if this is how Danielson is starting his year, mm-hmm. I, I want to already throw myself into a burrito and have a, a crisis <laughs> counselor to be like, it's okay, it's it's kayfabe, Cresta, It's kayfabe.
1: <laughs> he likes it, he enjoys what he's doing, he genuinely enjoys what he does. But my biggest thing is. All right, how are we booking this? Like, how are we booking this and who's taking the L? That, like, we don't have to dive into it right now, but it, it's going to be interesting to see. It's going to be interesting to see next week. Uh, we got some super chats and some humper chats I've been ignoring here. Uh, we got uh, Leron Ford saying that he enjoyed tonight's main event, uh, but said that the ladies deserved more time than they got. Says it was the shortest main event in collision history. I was a little concerned about the time when they started coming down to the ring, and I'm like, there's only 10 minutes left in this show. So I was happy that they extended, they did the overrun tonight. Um I think it ended up being just short, just shy of 12 minutes, uh, the main event tonight. So yeah, I can understand that. Wanting wanting a little bit more time, but I get it. Uh Ricardo the Fly with a Humper chat saying, Yo, people were talking shit about this card, not exciting. Gotta shit with a blah blah. AEW bet hold my beer. Love this card. Love you guys. Hope your day was great. Uh, my day was exhausting because I was chasing around uh, kids at a playground. But uh, other than that, uh, I'm doing good right now. How was your day, guys? How y- Y'all doing good? Everything great it's in a your good world?
2: Day. It's a good day. Mexican Independence Day today, guys. There's fireworks right outside my hey. house. It's fun and popping.
1: Wait, I, I thought that early. was a good No, I'm kidding.
3: <laughs> Not the American. <laughs>
1: Now, I'm kidding by the way we were literally talking we, that was the whole thing that we had a conversation about I knew it wasn't I knew it wasn't I'm sure I, some I, of I you in the chat in the I just thought day, you were. what say it again
3: sorry so I fell asleep in the middle of the day that's what I did <laughs> a wonderful nap
1: what's sleep nap sleep I what don't the, know her <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness oh man we gotta get a uh, quick word in here from uh, our good buddy uh, Sean Ross app.
0: Thank you guys so much for watching this show wherever you are in the world. But no matter where you are in the world, you can be wherever you want to be with nordvpn.com slash fightful. Change your virtual location with just one click on all of your devices. Phone, laptop, desktop, PC, router, TV, doesn't matter. You get that threat protection as well. Block online trackers, block annoying pop-up ads and malware, and help protect yourself when you're on that unsecured Wi-Fi and you're traveling. But also when you're traveling, maybe you miss your shows at home. Maybe you've got a service and it says, oh, no, sorry, you can't watch that right now. You're out of the area. Not with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. You can be wherever you want to be. You can also subscribe to a lot of services abroad that allow pay-per-views much more affordably than in the U.S. Get a great deal. Get a month off. And get a 30-day money back guarantee with NordVPN.com/slash fightful.
1: All right. One more uh super chat that we got to get to here uh from Laurent Ford once again. Uh we know TK is interested in Mercedes Monet, ladies. They bring up. But why would Mercedes be interested in coming to AEW after seeing how the women are presented? <laughs>
3: And I hope
2: somebody I just, said it.
3: I mean, I have had this feeling mm-hmm. in my heart for a little bit. I think that AEW would be the better product for her to go to, go back to. Unless you want to go to Impact, but I not for nothing. They gonna she gonna be CEO of Impact. Scott Demore gonna be back in the ring. I will say it might encourage them to book the women more frequently, better, the Saturday, the third. I'm a firm believer if we can find 20, 30 minutes for Jeff Jarrett, Kara Jarrett, Satman Singh, Jay Lethal, we can find two two matches for the women that one is in a squash match. I don't know. I don't know. It would really make them revamp it, but she left one place because you were doing the women dirty. Why would I go to another place that are doing the women objectively dirty?
2: Yeah, and I feel like in AEW, of course, you would have that control over what she wants to do more creative stuff but the way that it's working out right now like she might as well just head back to wwe like it's it's not making any sense so I mean, stay in
1: japan yeah <laughs> i mean you're you, you, you until are until you, until you got hurt you were living your best life like why 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 you want to mess with these american companies like but now
2: with that, impact, with it's really only impact It's really that jade is going back there like you're getting all these you know women who Maybe hopefully we'll get bigger stuff in WWE.
1: Yeah, I mean, we'll see. Um okay, look WWE's women's booking has not exactly been heads and heels above yeah. uh AEW's women's book, but there are more stars, there's a bigger platform in WWE. That's that's just factual. We'll see. We'll see. I, I thought Soraya coming in would force Tony Khan's hand. Maybe Mercedes Monet coming in. And it, it didn't. <laughs> It didn't, unfortunately. It didn't. I felt that
3: way about Taya Valkyrie too,
1: oh, yeah. and low key and Athena, Athena as well. Yeah. yeah. And Athena. Yeah. We'll well. <laughs> well, well, well. All right, we got to do some speed round stuff here. We get the hung bu- the excuse me. Let me start that again. The hung, bucks, hung uh, bucks accepting uh mogul Embassy's challenge, and uh hey, they say we want the trios titles on the line, the Ring of Honor trios titles. That is so. Match was made for. Uh, grand slam rampage next week powerhouse Hobbs is promising some pain to literally anybody and everybody says no one is safe also talked about uh time to move on here a little bit and in the promo afterwards here ladies that we got immediately following we hear from Miro uh kind of makes it sound like when he talks about how he and Hobbs will meet again someday sounds like they're moving on at least for now Uh, from this meat matchup Uh, we're gonna get some more meat matchups later that we'll get to but um, then Miro really dived into some uh, some interesting things I honestly went back and I watched this promo three different times to try to figure out what on God's green earth this man was talking about tonight it was great shit don't get me wrong I was enthralled with it but I'm like where are we going with this first off I love that he said he sent Hobbs to heaven slammed him to hell, broke his back, but didn't humble him. We'll have to revisit that down the line. Uh And then he starts talking to CJ Perry, his real life wife, and says, how dare how dare she tempt him at all out when he was at his weakest. Says every time he tries to get away, CJ tries to pull him back in. Little godfather nod there. In her absence from this world, meaning the pro wrestling world, I believe, that has left so many gutless but now they have hope because they pray to Miro promises to send anybody who uh, wishes not to be redeemed back to C.J. Perry in a pine box. And what the hell is this man spouting about? I'm intrigued. I'm and I'm thrilled to find out where we're going. But my goodness, I, I'm, I'm. Confused. I'm, a loss. I'm, Same. I'm <laughs> a loss. Yeah, I'm a loss.
2: And I was so confused that I just had to giggle because I didn't understand what was happening. and. It was just weird. Like, I feel like I came out of that thinking like, all right, Miro, do you hate women? Specifically your wife. Do you hate your wife?
3: (laughs) My wife. I hate her actually. (laughs) He was like,
2: again, hot and flexible wife. He said it in the promo. And I was like, okay, I don't know where this is going. I'm so confused. We still know that CJ Perry is not signed. So what is happening Are we making her a manager? Where's the storyline going now that you're not going after Hobbs? I'm confused. I don't know.
1: I I feel like eventually this is going to lead to, like if I had to put my, uh, you know, Sherlock Holmes hat on here, I feel like Miro thinks that he is better as a competitor when CJ is not in his life and is not his manager. And I feel like sooner or later, his next big rival is going to end up being CJ Perry's first big client. If I'm, you know, reading into that, that would be my guess. Uh, and that's going to be CJ's um, way to try to get Miro back. Cresta is to try to take somebody who maybe is stuck on the undercard, maybe somebody like a big bill or somebody like that and elevate them and say, look what I'm doing for them. I could be doing it for your dumbass, but you want to be, you know, this big, bad. I don't need my wife to to help me out.
3: You know, count three of us into the confused category. I'll even go ahead and say that I was kind of confused, even with the um, the Hobbs promo. I, I like I like a lot of anime, and I do a lot of anime analogies, but one was Death Note, and the other one was Yu-Gi-Oh, because this guy had his book. I'm like, that book didn't help you. And the other one was like, I'm going to send you to the Shadow Realm, Hobbs. And it's like, but I guess, but you're just walking away from it. And why are you mad at your hot and flexible wife? Your wife is hot and flexible. Why are you out of your hot and flexible? I I'm so confused. So, you know, I just decided to be sports entertained, pal. So, I I don't know yeah, what
1: happened. No, like that's the thing. I'm not even hating on it cuz like I enjoyed the hell out of it. Like when this man speaks, I listen. I'll,
0: yeah. I'll steal your
1: line. I'll Holy listen. I won't entertain. I might not understand, but I'll listen. Yeah, like I'm I'm hearing what you're saying, but it's not computing. Yeah. So, I'm We'll see. Oh,
3: i like what you had said rick about maybe she could manage someone and i think there is traction in like a meat division i know that sounds kind of silly but if, if there's a roh tv title right. and a digital media a meat division with your meatiest members it if she manages someone like a brian cage someone who's meaty and similar miracle like, yo yo get away from my hot and flexible wife all right yay get, get, get away from her give so me a that's super
1: division Yes, yes. You north of 300, you can compete for the super heavyweight title that we are going to call the meat title. <laughs>
3: we get Paul White to announce every match. We- <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: our next match on the show was FTR defeating the Iron Savages to retain the AEW Tag Team Championships. I thought this was okay for, for what it was. Then we get a stare down with the workhorseman, Iridian, who received a... Who are you chant from the crowd at that Penn State? Rude. That was I, so rude because you heard that loud
3: you heard that loud and
2: clear. Yeah,
1: I feel for so TV. bad for them on that one.
3: It, Nigel did it too. He's no better. He's no better cuz uh, I think it was Kevin Kelly was like it's the it's the work horseman. and Nigel really said like who mess
1: <laughs> went full snoop. Went full who? snoop. uh
3: uh-uh. oh. <laughs> Oh, those guys getting in the ring! I'm glad you said that. Like, Yo, Nigel, have you been sitting behind Don Callis? What, what's happening today?
2: <laughs> Nigel was so out of pocket today. I cannot.
1: But after that, like at least during this part where we see the stare down, Iridian, we see Aussie Open, uh, watching from the backstage area. They come out later. They win an even shorter match. How how short was that match? I had no idea who they even wrestled tonight. Damn. Uh, did not did not get their names. So I apologize, uh Johnny Jobber and Jimmy Jobber. I don't know who you actually were, Um, but then they get on the horn and they challenge FTR to wrestle Dream. So one that's, guy's uh, name is Pretty a-
3: Boy Smooth. That's the only one yeah. I know because they said it on commentary, mm. and that was it. Jesus, that, that's the only that's, one guy's name. Again. Only one.
1: <laughs> All right, was that Johnny or Jimmy? Which which one was that? Uh, anyway. <laughs>
3: that's, that's a- <laughs> Not me pressing the wrong button. I swear to God, I'm a professional. <laughs> Never mind what I was going to say. I'm shutting up.
1: Clearly, God. I'm not. Anyway, so <laughs> <laughs> already, what you think? What you think of this this whole this whole setup that we're getting here for FTR oh, and um, an Aussie Open at WrestleDream. Dream? I, <laughs> I like the fact that they're leaving the possibility. That the work could win the AW tag team title. They make... No, they're not. No, we they're we not. know, know their asses lose losing next not week. Right? It's not a chance in hell.
2: Like we know after Nigel said who that their day was done. Okay, <laughs> buried them. <laughs> it was done. I'm so sorry for them. It was nice to see you. Come back soon. Um, Ozzie Open calling out FTR. I think this is gonna be a good match. I would hope that FTR would then drop the titles and give it to Aussie Open. I feel like Aussie Open. Is just too good. Um, but man, I that match, I don't know what happened with that match because I literally didn't even write it down. I just said, Aussie Open calls out FTR. That's how quick it was.
3: <laughs> not even an intro, not even a song, Nothing. not even the person in there saying, already in the ring, Johnny Jobber one and Ziano number two. <laughs> like none, none of that, none of that.
2: <laughs> we just got them going in there, Aussie Open, and then that's it. One more time for the win, called it a day. That was their night.
3: The check still cleared. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's true. I mean, that's an easy night's work. Yeah, Johnny and Jimmy. I mean, seriously, oh, like I I cannot complain about any of that. Look, name in the comments, please.
2: What? <laughs> What'd you say? I said somebody put their names in the comments, please.
3: <laughs> I can see it now. <laughs> in the a super chat week. or a
1: humper chat. We're back. So rude. <laughs>
3: Who was there?
1: Krista, uh Aussie Open and FTR. You think there's any chance Aussie Open walks away? Because look. Aussie Open is sitting here running down their resume tonight. They're saying, look, we are nobody to be trifled with. You win gold everywhere. We win gold everywhere. We want those AEW tag team titles. Yeah,
3: Low key. I think Aussie Open could do it because just, just as decorated as FTR is, so is Aussie Open in almost every iteration of the, the whatever. I don't know what their conglomerate is called with uh, Will Ospreay. And uh, I feel like I'm missing somebody else sorry but the point i'm trying to make is i think it might be time for ftr to drop them titles not because i don't think ftr is good but i need them to do something new and if this is the fire under our ass not only did we lose it we lost it to somebody who doesn't even go here are you kidding me i think that'd be great i think that'd be cute but uh i don't see it happening i do like believe lost guys-
1: the open is signed with aew now though i, yeah. th- I think they got the grass. Oh, they are
3: yeah okay, they are so well
1: I'm not trying to call you out or anything. I was just like <laughs> trying to reaffirm. I thought yes. I saw them get the graphic at some yes. point. So it is hard to, fi- it is. It's hard to judge who does because we get so many people who don't work there that show up on a regular basis. Exactly. Like we just talked about CJ Perry. She ain't signed there. We just I'm saw like the eighth time on, on collision and they don't work there. So. Technically
3: doesn't Claudio not work there. Doesn't Claudio, isn't he ring of Honor champion?
1: i mean yeah i mean we get like ring of honor and all that stuff but he got the graphic like he (laughs) we all under the same umbrella like look tony tony khan is just like you know endeavor tony you know he's he's the umbrella that's over top of like aew and ring of honor it's no different than wwe and ufc like they they all get in the checks from the same place
3: the check's still clear (laughs)
1: The check still be clear, and they all say "con" on the check. That's always it. Um, man, oh boy! So we get an exchange with Keith Lee and Shane Taylor tonight, which I'm not mad about. But my lord, um, what the hell happened in the produ- in the production truck tonight?
3: Was that I, for real? I or don't was
2: that a work. I feel like that was a work. I want to say because the young bucks before were yelling at Brandon because they were like all right Brandon turn the camera off and do that and then they I kept- think y'all
1: are giving them way too much credit. Well, nah, because was-
2: they they kept the theme because it wasn't the only promo that had something with that later mm-hmm. that night someone else cut a promo and it was like all right are we starting like what's happening. So either I, I don't know. I don't know. It Who was the had. big
3: bill uh yes. Ricky starts with later on in the night. Mm-hmm. I I will say that wrestling has me so messed up, especially RIP to Bray Wyatt. Subtle things like this. I'm like who's coming? Mhm. <laughs> What, what are we doing? Wait, we who, messing with production? Is what we looking at?
2: Yo.
0: Is it scripts? No
3: scripts. <laughs> but you know what I mean. I I think that AEW is not that unpolished. Yeah. Things like this are deliberate. So mm-hmm. my eyes, because if it happened once, I was like, okay. Because I literally wrote Collision, Keith Lee, Take Twenty Two. <laughs> but then it happened again, yes. and they always do that thing with Brandon. So now I'm like. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And no trusts, no trusts.
1: So um, yeah. on it. So here's my thing. I knew something was up with this one when commentary was trying to stall before pitching it back to Lexi and Keith Lee, which tells me the production truck was sitting there's like, wait, hold on. We don't have it queued up yet. Mm. And then they had it at the wrong queue and played it. And it was like, take two, take 22 snap here we go and also Keith Lee just retweeted like a shot of him standing there lol on Twitter so uh, I think I think when Rick I think when Ricky came back I give Ricky a lot of credit and Big Bill when they came back at the end of the night they were actually live Mm. and then they did something to you know of call attention to it and this that and the other thing so there were honestly there were a lot of production issues tonight like can we never hold a cell phone up to a microphone and think that that's loud enough or at least you know like there were a lot of sound things that happened tonight that just like oh just me as an audio person and i'm sure Ridian you can you know same thing i'm just sitting here gritting my teeth like jesus christ This has nobody heard of normalizing. Like, please, for the love of God, turn the volume up on this stuff and post. Please, for the love of God. But anyway, I do like this. I like this a lot, actually. Once we get past the technical difficulties, Keith Lee, Shane Taylor, uh, Shane Taylor adding uh, Lee Moriarty to to his, I I forget what it's called. uh, uh, Shane Taylor
3: promotions.
1: Thank you. I I wanted to say productions, but that wasn't right. So promotions. Um, You want to talk about, the meat title. Here we go. Let's throw these two dudes who have a long history with one another. They were tag team partners in the ring of honor before Keith Lee made his way over to WWE. Um, Yeah. I already did sign me up for this. I'm good. Keith, like Shane Taylor impressed the hell out of me against Samoa Joe Uh at all out. Please more of him on my television screen. Same. I'm right there with you. I think we
2: definitely, need to see more of them and we absolutely need a meat division like cresta said why not why Mm -hmm. not i feel like you have enough men who are in this specific you know weight class to be able to do it like the big meaty men you got them so why not let's do it cresta what do you think
3: i'm gonna have to swagger jack uh impact and say the meat division is not about weight limits. It's about meat limits. <laughs> mm. Because there are some meaty women on that roster, too. <laughs> I mean, I would I would be a liar if I said if Mercedes Martinez <laughs> and Chris that did a 30-minute classic or a big, meaty men class, big, oh, meaty women, I'd be happy. Have a Max and Impaler show up and a big, meaty them? <laughs> Sign me up. Sign me up. I, I want to meet the vision. Somebody somewhere need to have a damn meet the vision, and that'll be the just for me, just booking it for Crest to start. I don't want to meet the vision. AEW, it's right there. It's right there. Like the Christian Cage versus Adam Page versus – it's right there. Stop. Don't squabble. It's right there. It's literally right there.
1: Uh, we got some uh, Super Chats and Humper Chats to get to. Uh, Carlos uh, Candido says uh, Miro is having uh, bad flashbacks uh, when he was in WWE when CJ was with Lashley. Oh. <laughs> uh, Ronald Hollick saying uh, love that we're getting Aussie Open versus FTR, but why did they lose to Sammy and Jericho if they are the ones that are going for the AEW Tag Team Championships? Good question. You're asking uh, too
3: many questions. hmm
1: too many questions, just way too many questions. Marcus going, uh, Jade versus Bianca or Rhea is uh WrestleMania main event worthy. Jade is that bitch, period. I added the p- but anyway, uh, yeah, no, um, man, you ain't wrong, but Rhea versus Becky is also main event quality. And I feel like with Dwayne around, we may have a lot of main event quality matches coming up at uh, WrestleMania 40 this year
2: and the and- two nights. And who knows?
1: Mm. And who knows by the time WrestleMania 40 rolls around, who else is going to be in WWE? I mean, Mm. just saying, we don't know. CM Punk says he's free for the next two months
3: look in my eye i would pop i would pop i would laugh i would pop and then i would immediately hear seth rollins philly phil stay away
1: (laughs) for example all right like how hard would this be right and i know we're already way behind we got a lot more show we got to get to but let's just say let's just say it's gonna be that kind of night right let's just say that we get the rock and roman reigns we get CM Punk and Cody Rhodes. We get Becky Lynch and Rhea Ripley. We get Bianca Belair versus uh versus okay. Jay Cargill. Who the hell are your main events? You Well, you know Rock and Roman are closing one, but you have those other three matches. Which one are you picking to close night, night one? Exactly. My point. Like, we...
3: You'd have mm. to double main it. It would have to be one night.
2: We going three
1: nights. We're going to three nights. We're
3: going to nights. three nights. CM Punk is opening
2: one night because I know they just want to <laughs> get him out of there. Monday. got to get him out of there to avoid conflict. He said, I'm in and out. I'm opening the show. And can then you everybody imagine? Like,
3: Look, bro, can you imagine CM Punk winning at the Rumble? I
2: would walk out
3: bro all you hear number 28 yo the crowd would either be mad or nuclear like there's no in between
1: <laughs> oh well if if punk wins at the royal rumble he's challenging seth right there, so then you so then they both finally get what they want but do they because they'd be the main event of night one so, you know, both of them would still have that damn chip on their shoulder that they didn't actually close the show. I'm you supposed know. i this
3: fantasy book in this. I'm
1: supposed you to You know. Uh, Drew with a uh, super chat saying, I have railed against AEW's audio issues for at least a year now. They need to fix it. Crowds sound louder in the building. That's they true. definitely do seem to have a problem because there have been some times where they, they've been trying to, like, flip from, like, the house to make it to like getting stuff on TV and in the house at the same time, which is why we had uh, Roddy Strong two weeks ago doing his uh, Streetcar by Desire routine where he's screaming Adam over and over and over oh again. God. And we're hearing it on the TV screen, but Adam Cole ain't hearing it in the ring yeah they got some audio stuff that they gotta they gotta clean up for sure uh john silver versus anthony bowens was a match we got tonight uh billy gunn and max caster were banned from ringside uh, they didn't know it though because they didn't read the contract always read the fine print Jeez, it just happened to ricky it literally just happened to ricky <laughs> always read the fine print hell it happened to ethan page and matt hardy why does nobody read the damn contracts before they sign them because I'm paid phone to lift them
3: up and put them down. I'm not paid to read, read. Sir. Dude, That's smart Mark Sterling's job.
1: Uh, fair. Well, if you don't have a smart Mark Sterling in your corner, read the damn contract. Anyway, this leads to Johnny Hungy getting a win tonight over Anthony Bowens because Evil he gets out from under the ring, blindsides the man, he runs into a knee, and uh, Dark Order are off and running. I like the new I like this new version of the Dark Order. Like, they actually feel like something's going on. They feel important again. They just don't feel like background noise. We're going to show up and, and get beat. Like, dare I say, I believe in the Dark Order. Iridia. Like, I, I have faith in the Dark Order.
2: I wanted to join the Dark Order since day one. They got me with that first <laughs> advertisement. They said, join the Dark Order. I said, okay, I'm there. I don't <laughs> even know be- what it
1: is, but I'm in.
2: I'm in. Absolutely. Um, I really am... Super excited that John Silver picked up the win. I feel like he's such an underrated talent. And now that they're finally picking up some steam, I feel like they could really do something with Dark Order Mm -hmm. in this division. So I'm excited. Hopefully, they get more TV time. Hopefully, this leads to a championship run. I don't know. I am such a fan of the Dark Order. And I feel like they just haven't been getting their flowers. So hopefully, you know, we're on the right track now and we are getting them towards those championships.
3: I think we've said, oh, sorry.
1: No, 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 go ahead. I down.
3: think we've said it before on this show how Dark Order and Best Friends and even 2.0, they don't really get their shine and they've been there oh. since the very beginning. Yeah. And I don't hate Dark Order being bad guys' heels. I feel like back to our roots, RIP, with yeah. Brody King, Brody King, Brody Lee was still alive, he was out here being a jerk. So why are we trying to be good guys? That's what what we messed up. We tried to be good guys. It's time to be evil. I don't want to feel good. I want to feel evil. And I think that's about time where we go back to.
1: Yeah, I'm liking it. Uh, I got some uh, Humper Chats here from Big, uh, excuse me, Bizarro Big L. Love the support, man, as always. Uh, The meat division or the A5, 16 tourney needs to be real. Uh, we got enough of these boys and then to uh, review these matches the scale is grade a beef or baloney love that where is the beef I uh, also crest of the group is the United Empire thank you I couldn't think Zangief. of it either and uh, Aussie open versus FTR is going to slap so hard he said literally uh, Then we got another one from uh, Bizarro Big L I do think Big Bill and Zangief was a uh, good tag team but Zangief. Are- Zangief excuse me <laughs> Was a uh, good tag team, but they are not ready for a turn when Mogul Embassy is rolling. Nana made the new Macarena. And the Hung Bucks versus the Moguls is going to hit so hard, he says. Uh, Also, as hard as Shane Taylor Promotions versus Keith Lee. Holy meat exclamation points everywhere uh, in that Humper chat. Thank you uh, so much, uh, Bizarro. We appreciate it. Uh, I have about 19 exclamation points in all caps uh, where I literally wrote, and pardon my French, we're close enough to midnight here. Eddie fucking Kingston. <laughs> no notes. What a promo. That's what <laughs> I wrote tonight.
3: 10 out
1: of 10. No notes. 10 out of 10. No notes. It felt so real. It felt like literally Jay just said, Eddie, go go out there and cut it. Like from the beginning, he's like, what do you want me to say at this point? And then Dude Bro just went into it. Iridian gave us the cliff notes version of why he hates casting Claudio casting why he uh, has held on to the beef as long as he has. And then he just said, look, yeah, you're right. I've got demons. I, I, I have friends. I push them away and I blame them. That's my problem. That's what I got to deal with in life. And I'm going to continue to deal with it. But you know who I got with me, the city of New York. And then he just said, we are going to F, you up all right i said my one i said my one f-bomb like he is coming for everything against claudio castagnoli like there there was so many good points in this promo like this is promo class 101 make it real be yourself be authentic if you got to drop an f-bomb thank god the production was on that one and they bleeped it Eddie Kingston is
2: such a promo icon. Literally anytime he cuts a promo, I'm just like, yes, Eddie, I believe you. I'm right there with you. I'm behind you. Let's do this. And man, tonight was no different when he was talking to Claudio and saying, hey, man, when you left, you left potholes and we had to fill in those gaps. So what you know the respect thing people can look that up on youtube he's like that story is out there so he's like i'm not saying it again you do your research we've talked about this time and time again and man i am so ready like (laughs) eddie kingston is one to hype people up and man he was just talking to production bleep that out don't bleep this out like he was running this yeah absolutely ready and good for him We, we stand eddie kingston on fightful absolutely
1: Cresta, your thoughts. Sorry,
3: I was waiting for you to talk. I feel like I stay cut you off, so I shut up. This no, time.
1: no,
3: no. no. <laughs> yeah, you did. Um, if Eddie Kingston doesn't win this Wednesday, I'm gonna be there at uh you know I mean? at at all out. Uh, not all out. I'm sorry. Um, uh, at Grand Slam, I'm gonna be there. So uh, I can't. I cannot guarantee what's gonna happen.
1: <laughs> look, <laughs> but it's look, like I'm sure there will be signs. But I feel like if Eddie loses this match, there will be a literal damn riot.
3: Bro, they're going to start throwing stuff in the ring. Like, this is Hulk Hogan, third man. Like, I th- I love New York, but I also know how New York gives it up. Please. Eddie Kingston cannot lose. I think Claudio Castellanos. He can't lose. He can't lose. When he, he's always the bride maze, never the bride. Let <laughs> Claudio win, okay? Not Claudio. Let Eddie win, okay? Eddie win. Let Eddie win. I don't understand. I don't understand. Yeah.
2: And Claudio already has a win up on Eddie. Like, you can give it to Eddie this
1: time.
3: Make him do a third one. I don't think you be mad.
1: I feel like that would be. Because that's not going to be the match that main events the show. I don't think. Um, although maybe you could argue that it could be. But
2: so he's not going to get the
3: confetti is what you're saying. There's not going like... to be confetti cannons for him. I'm already upset. Are you saying that Eddie Kingston's is not going to come out to DMX in his hometown? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm just saying, like, if basically where i'm going with that is i would hope that if eddie's gonna win they would close the show with that because that's gonna be the moment of the damn night like that's where uh-huh. your show is going to peak yeah. like unless samoa joe beats mjf which god i actually do hope that happens Yo, say- uh- <laughs> <laughs> we could get like four title changes on this show and i will be a very happy man but um yeah, man. Like, unless that happens, I feel like that's the moment that needs to close the show. Like, that that's going to be the moment of night. That's where it's going to peak because that pop when Eddie beats Claudio, and he should beat Claudio Arinian, is going to be insane. It's going to be absolutely insane.
2: Absolutely. You got both titles on the line. Like, come on. you get, There's a little give and take there. Like, um Eddie has fought Claudio for this title already like come on like we got to we got to speed things up here Eddie needs this win and i feel like you can't keep giving him the short end of the stick when he's one of your top performers he's got great storylines he connects with the fans so now is the time to pull the trigger on this like Eddie needs to win i need the confetti i need them to close the show and literally the dmx I absolutely come for Come the- on now no,
3: bro. <laughs> if y'all could buy a uh, final countdown for two, for Ooh. two, two times. You can get DNS. Y'all be logging up now. Stop it. Oh my God. Yo, the crowd would blow up, would blow up, would blow up, would blow up, blow up. Come on now. Tony Khan, that one was free. I got another one. I got another one for you about people. Come on, Tony Khan. I got, I got it for you. Just call me
1: <laughs> Do we think? Mm-hmm. The, the the, the Blackpool Combat Club is so interesting right now because mm-hmm. Brian Danielson is clearly over AF babyface. Mm-hmm. John Moxley, I feel like, is in that tweener position right now. Um, Claudio seems like a heel, and everybody on this planet hates Wheeler yuda Like it, it like. Not me. Not me either. But like every fan hates I like Wheeler Yuta. Wheeler,
3: I don't know why nobody doesn't like. He really gets the <laughs> short end of the stick. He's the whooping boy.
1: <laughs> I know he is. Like I don't. I don't get it. I, I do like Wheeler Yuta a lot. Um, maybe they just need to talk to. I maybe mean, the fans just need to talk to the man in person because he's he's great. Yes. But like, it's such a weird dynamic with the Blackpool Combat Club right now. Do we think John Moxley gets involved? Because like mm. Eddie brings up John's name. Now that promo felt so off the cuff. That's true. But maybe they mentioned it for a reason. I don't know. I don't I don't I don't know if there's shenanigans in this. I want I want Eddie to win so bad, but I would not be surprised if Wheeler gets involved if something happens and Claudio ends up beating him again. Like I not uh, in ah! hometown.
3: Two weeks ah. in a row in the hometown? Oh no. Tony Jeez. Khan, you cruising for a bruising.
1: <laughs> if Claudio wins that match, I pray for everybody inside Arthur Ashe. Oh. That's all I'm gonna say oh uh, if that's
3: the last match and he loses, no. oh, I'm I'm gonna be on face out Like, guys, I gotta go. <laughs>
1: that, is I gotta go. The, that is going to be That is gonna be the like the beat having to unplug the stage and generally fleeing the arena. Like that is like grab your shit and go. Uh, if that ends up happening, there's, there's like production. Just leave the ring. Everybody, get the hell out. We'll come back for what's left later. Uh, here's our Renee Paquette appreciation, uh, moment of the night, orange Cassidy and hook backstage eating chips. And Renee just like playing along with this. Like she has no idea why she's there. She has no idea what the hell is going on. Like these two dudes are just passing off one word, one word responses, having a conversation with each other. Almost like Renee's not even there just eating. I'm like, damn, can one of y'all offer her a chip? Like it looks like she looks like she wanted a chip. Was give Renee a damn chip. But like the way that she transformed it at the end, where they're like, hey, maybe we should do a tag match. Cool. Grand Slam, Arthur Ashe. Let's do it. Awesome. And she's just sitting there throwing the mic back and forth. And she finally just like goes with the flow of the moment and is like, cool. Don't even know who they're going to fight. But like, we know they're getting a match at Arthur. Great. This was so like on point and such a fun little segment. Like, I love Renee can put herself in any environment, any situation and just adapt to it. And it's great.
2: Yeah. And you know what? We had a lot of fun little segments like this, but Renee in particular, I think that she just livens up uh, a scene a little bit more. So between orange and hook, this was like a uh, perfection. I really enjoyed yeah. it.
1: Yeah. Again, this was the same thing. No notes. What a promo for completely different reasons. Completely yeah. different
3: reasons. You guys said everything I was going to say.
1: Fair enough, because we, we got a lot more that we got to get through. <laughs> <laughs> we're already at a, an hour and 16. And thank you for the nearly 300 people who are still here. Do us a favor. Uh, give Like uh, this video. Give us a thumbs up. Say, you know, cool. Let more people know that we're still on the air right now. Uh, even though we, we shouldn't be, we'll probably eat that for going way too long. But regardless, and subscribe to the FIFO YouTube channel if you haven't already. And subscribe to FIFO Select. It's just $5. Uh, and if we, if this night wasn't blessed enough, we go from Renee with Orange Cassidy and Hook to RJ City, City. Oh. and Tony Storm. This,
3: this was
1: chaotic is so as hell. What was this called? Portrait of a Star? Is that what this series is called? This is Something. part one of Portrait of a Star. And before RJ City can even say anything, Tony's complaining about the lighting. Lights. She said,
2: stop the lights. They're too bright. Can we do something, please? She was clutching her pearls. Did you see? Clutching her pearls.
1: Well, as we saw on Wednesday, if she doesn't clutch them, somebody's going to break them. Poor Ricky got his pearls broken. True. True. Facts. She knows what's up. (laughs) Uh, RJ City. I forget, honestly, what his, his question even was to her. Something, you know, whatever. Uh, talks about she's the match she's not fighting up Yeah, fighting yeah. she's talking about the match I'm, I'm like verbatim I forget exactly what it was that she uh, that he asked her but she goes into this this tangent about how like look I'm still the same I haven't changed it's the business that has changed Cresta the business that has changed she thought AEW was a company not a charity that hires women who wouldn't know talent if they's if it slapped their tits off like the fact that she can work tits into like every show now, and that's her gimmick, I love her for that so much. It works. It's such a British thing. It's like it's like such a UK thing to do, and it's effing great. I love it. Um, they they they've literally putting this on shirts now. <laughs> Spectacular. She thought AEW was about being stars and making money. I'm telling you what, she is a star, and she's gonna make a shit ton of money if they keep doing this, Cresta.
3: Honestly, this is. This is such a good gimmick. Honestly, The from the way she started off the interview, like, oh, I can't believe I had to wake up out of my bed. It's Joan Rivers' camp. It's his camp, and I love every moment of it because she could really go in the ring. So this is such good juxtaposition of like, wow, you hip attacking girls, and you yeeting de- girls, and as soon as it's over, it's like, yes, oh, my God, I won. This is fantastic, and this was Goblin Hours. Also, RJ City is the Perfect person, yeah. <laughs> to interview this goblin with two goblins together, put Juice Robinson in there, and you've got chaos.
1: <laughs> I mean, Juice is doing his own thing right now, but I mean, dang, uh, I would love to hear what I'd love to know what other people are thinking about this. Uh, get your super chats in, get your humper chats in. We got plenty of time still. We'll get through all of them. We'll get through all of them. We got three more segments to talk about, but we will get through all of them. Uh Iridian, this is only part one. Like, like, and after like she goes through this rant, then she starts bitching about the lamp behind her. And RJ's like, "Can we do something about the lamp? Like, what's I'm I'm at a loss for what to do next here." And this is only this is only part one. This is only part one. Like, Tony can't beat Soraya on Wednesday because I don't want any dynamic to change. Like, she still has to be this lost, this lost soul uh who's trying to to find herself and right now she's just blaming the world for everything everything's wrong in her world right now but it's it's so right because it's working for her on screen
2: man this portrait of a star series is going to be amazing. Toni Storm is just so phenomenal in this role. She looks like she's always shivering, like she's just a little too cold, like she, her jewelry's gonna fly out, that's why she's clutching it. She is like so tired, you know, her eyes can't adjust to any brightness. She was like trying to get help from anybody. RJ was like, I don't know what to do. I don't know who to... And that ask. rarely happens. You can rarely leave RJ lost for words. He was like... <laughs> Um, like panic in his seat. I was like, RJ, sir, do something. Get up and turn a light off. Close the curtain. Like, come <laughs> on. You gotta help the star over here. She's he played like, his
1: role to perfection tonight. It was
2: so, so good. And I can't wait for more of these. I hope that RJ is always the one to interview them. Yeah, uh, I interview Tony. I feel like their, their pairing is just so, so good. But man, I just absolutely love this character. And I hope that we get a really, really long run with this because it is just perfection.
3: Mm-hmm. and yo rick earlier you had said a uh, um, streetcar named desire where roderick strong was like adam this is giving glass menagerie well i've always <laughs> depended on the kindness of strangers
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh that's good oh my god that's a good one
3: <laughs> and tell me i'm wrong and i'll call you a lie tell me what i'm telling lies you ain't more.
1: telling any lies none none whatsoever none whatsoever uh, here's another lie or not enough, not another lie. It's late. We need to end this. damn show. Uh, Scorpio sky is back and I'm happy for it. Uh, I thought his match with, uh, Andrade tonight, Mr. Idolo, uh, Idolo as some others would say, I, th- <laughs> I thought it was really, really good. These guys have great chemistry with one another. I love the finish where Andrade comes in and gives him the low drop kick right to the bad knees. And he looks like he just got the soul kicked out of his body, like completely just does the flip uh, in the air. And I love the fact that Andrade is doing the figure eight as a finish, oh, like homage to the queen, like more of that, please. Like, I love that. I absolutely love that. Like, I want to see Seth Rollins, like win a match with the disarmor, like so damn bad one day. Oh,
3: uh, <laughs> it's so good. Right. If your husband doesn't love you like this. I don't want him. I don't, I don't want, it. want it. I don't want it.
1: But I thought this was really good. And then afterwards, we get Bullet Club Gold coming out. Jay White says he saw Andrade watching his boys last week. Says he can't have his boys. But you know what? He can have a shot at that Jay White spotlight next week. Or he can get some now. Andrade was like, I'll get some now. But here we get security coming out because Tony Khan is smart. And he wants to protect this. He wants to be able to put this match on next week. We're going to get it next week. There was a lot to like here, Iridium. It was so
2: good, man. The only thing that I really had a problem with is like I feel like they went to picture-in-picture too quick, and I'm just like, man, we're getting Scorpio Sky back. We haven't seen him in in a while, so that was like my only thing, but then when The Bullet Club came out, I was like, oh my God, what's going to happen? I'm ready. Let's do this, and shout out to Mm -hmm. Jay White, who probably has a little bit of Spanish in him because he said, Andrade El Idolo, and I was like on what on mexican independence day <laughs> i am here for it mad respect jay white bang bang gang for life love to see it
1: jay white cresta i saw somebody else put this out on twitter and i wish i could remember who it was so i can give them proper credit but they're absolutely right jay white has taken to american television promo style delivery you know performing in front of the crowd with a microphone like a like a duck to water. Like he just feels at home in this when he's literally running down everybody in the bullet club and he's given everybody like their Nickname. own little introduction and their own little nicknames, including the damn cutout. And then he gets to Austin gun and he's like,
3: Austin gun,
1: Austin gun. And he's just like, really mother? Like, whatever. All right. We cool.
3: <laughs> everybody got, a nickname that innuendoed the size and the girth of the sheer strength of their manhood. Even the cardboard got one, and then you got Austin Good. <laughs> and then right after that, Ass Boy <laughs> the, They can't win. Much like Evil not had to get away from underneath that ring. Danhausen has cursed them all again. Like. This this group is so good, and I agree with that. That J. White, auntie, he's such a good heel to be so young, so agile. He is a jerk, and I like it. I also thought he was going to invite Andrade to Bullet Club Gold, and I'm like, hmm. But now this comes back to what me and Iridian were talking about one time on the 2 Women power trip. Now, are we LFJ, LFI? I, I don't know who is who. I You guys are going to cook me. Please do so, and I, I understand, but like, Andrade's not going to get a fair shot at Jay White who's going to cheat him out his boots. So I hope Roosh and Drew, Drul- not Drew uh Roosh and Preston Vance and who is the third person? This is Drew no? There's so many wrestlers. My brain is soup and it is 11.37 in the evening. The point I'm trying to make is Andrade about to get cheated out his boots. So I hope that that other group that he's with is ready because I want that versus Bullet Club Gold. Because guess what? Blood and guts. <laughs> I see you, Tony Khan. I see you. And yes, cuts. and with but it would make cutout? sense with the cardboard cutout too. <laughs> yes, and and the cardboard cutout versus Jose the assistant. Yes. Stop it,
1: <laughs> man. <laughs> mm. That is such a squash match. Jose would get beat so damn fast. <laughs> uh, he's not gonna get an entrance or anything.
3: Damn! Did they go play Andrade's entrance? <laughs>
1: What do we think about Scorpio Sky's big return? He loses this match tonight. What What do you think they could do uh, with Scorpio here moving forward, Irinian?
2: Oh man, they need to feature him on Collision, like, and start. Booking him to win, like I get it. You know, you had your match against Andrade, and Andrade is also getting a little build up. Um, also, I feel like it's Mexican Independence Day. Like I said, you cannot have the Mexican lose, right? So that's what I was thinking. That's what my brain went to. Um,
1: that's a Vince McMahon playbook. Like <laughs> he's they're they're learning. Vince they're McMahon learning. Would they they have can't
3: had him lose. to the cardboard cutout at that.
1: <laughs> like.
0: That, but, I mean,
1: man, we would have had Andrade lose tonight and Britt Baker lose. tonight. Oh, like. my God. No, 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 no. That would have been too much, too much. Um,
2: Man, Scorpio, I feel like, all right, maybe the, tonight was not your night, but maybe it's not my weekend. It's going to be his year, right? That's what we got to think. It's like in the long term that it's going to work out. So that's what I guess that's what we can hope for. And maybe he his matches won't be matches where they're all picture in picture. That's what I hope for.
1: Look, I think just him being in the ring tonight, Krista is a win, right? Like we have seen so little of him. Like he comes, he's, he was healthy for so long. Then he comes back. He has like, what, maybe one match on collision. And then he ends up getting hurt again. Yeah. And now that he's back, I think look, this, this was a good start for him tonight. I did like this match a lot with Andrade.
3: I think the match itself was good, but it doesn't feel good to come back and lose. Granted, of all the people you could lose to, Andrade is not a bad dance partner to lose to. I want more for him. I mean... Do it like everybody else does. Come back and beat up Darby Allen. I know that sounds kind of mean, not, but it's the Darby. truth. It, but okay, okay. But I'm not wrong. But I'm not wrong. It's kind of <laughs> like if you want to start or if you really want to go heel, you beat up Ray Mysterio. So come on, like, like yeah. What?
1: I don't know if he's gonna be heel though. He did shake Andrade's hand at the end of the match, like right. after the like he did. He did the whole. I'm gonna shake the referee's hand. I think when that he came funny. back, he was a heel. And Andrade was like, "All right, mf'er, whatever. Let's just go." And then at the end of the match, he's sitting on his ass but he did shake Andrade's hand. So I'm interested to see where Scorpio goes. Hopefully he gets, just get him on TV every week. Yeah. On TV every week. Uh, We get Shibata talking through his phone, which again, I mentioned was just terrible because it was not like, I get what they're going for, but you could have, maybe this was live and they didn't realize that the phone wouldn't come through the microphone. Maybe. I don't know. This just didn't work. Anyway, he's going to be at WrestleDream.
3: Awesome. You know what that, that was, you have, do you remember the TikTok videos where people were just like, get 30% off at Kohl's? That's what I thought when I, I heard him. Bad. That's what I thought when he had the Google voice. i like, this fits you, Shibata, because you're too serious, but this was very unserious. This was extremely unserious.
1: You just got poor Tony just standing there going.
3: <laughs> Tony Kyle. To <laughs> at red at Red Page dynamite let me stop i'm trying to get a
1: job let me stop <laughs> uh we got an announcement that we're getting rvd next week hell yeah cool i'm good with that i yep. thought is i thought the one match he had back was great i was pleasantly surprised so sign me up for some more rvd next yep. week um last match last segment to talk about tonight the hardys versus the righteous Vincent and Dutch. This is the Hardy's collision debut, and it ends in defeat. Uh, Dutch was the difference maker in this one. Uh, Matt hits the side effect, but as Jeff goes up for the Swanton bomb, Dutch gets up, shoves him off. Not only that, he takes out Matt. That allows Vincent to pick up the win. And then Dutch and Vincent get on the microphone. I'm sorry, y'all. This was the this is where the show bottomed out for me. I did not believe anything that Dutch said, like the the, the the laugh was bad, like the delivery. It was bad acting. Like for me, a lot of this was bad acting. The crowd wasn't into it either. They were booing and chanting stuff at Vincent. And then finally, he gets to the damn point because I didn't understand what he was talking about. Finally, he just says, hey, we want Adam Cole and MJF for the Ring of Honor Tag Team titles. And I'm like, OK, cool, great. I know where this is going none of this worked for me unfortunately that's that's about as objective as i can be on this uh iridium what do you think um on my notes i wrote hmm question mark so that's all-
2: <laughs> that's all i got i'm so sorry i was not productive during this match because i really thought i was like oh my god the hardys on collision i'm so excited to see my boys <clears throat> and then they lost i was like what this is not good this is not good and i mind you i don't know much about the righteous so that also didn't help um but they are going straight to the top apparently they want the top of the food chain they said adam cole and mjf and i guess that is a little admirable good for them i don't think they'll get it but props to them for trying
1: i mean maybe they um potentially they've been doing some good stuff on ring of honor somebody can let me know in a super chat this isn't anything Against Ring of Honor, but like I just need a night where I don't watch wrestling. And for me, that's Thursdays. Typically that's like my golf league. So I'm not up to date on what's been going on at Ring of Honor. Yeah. Um, so maybe that's maybe they've been doing some good stuff there. Cresta, I don't know. I know you watch wrestling on Thursdays, but that's impact. So um yeah, to me, I don't know. This just didn't hit. And I am a little bit surprised that the Hardy's aren't more prominently featured. Like it's
2: Jeff and Matt Hardy. Like, yeah, oh, I, like,
1: is this is this like a trial run to see how Jeff handles himself? Now that he's back on the road before they do anything and dive deep into the creative pool with the Hardys. I don't know. But this hmm. I don't know, Krista. What do you think?
3: I mean, so a few things. I feel like I've lived long enough to see the Hardys go from a main attraction to almost enhancement. talks. I feel like the Hardys have been losing a lot. Maybe it's just me. Maybe it's just me. But oh, also, yeah, they they're also older. The Righteous is younger. I'm a little bit biased against Vincent because the last time I saw him was an impact, honor no more, and he had to go then. This... The Hills have eyes, murder hippies. It doesn't do it for me. I'm not a fan personally. I'm, I'm I'm here for a good preacher moment with the you need to see and Lord Jesus put a dollar in the basket. I'm here for it. But to me, it didn't make any sense. Once you got to fake friends, I'm like, okay, it makes sense. Now I do I want y'all to take it off of them? Kinda, because I think the tag team impact, no ring of honor tag team championships need to be in ring of honor, which the righteous are, but are you the team to do it against NJF and Adam Cole? I don't think love. I, I, it might be a good match, but I, I, I'm biased. I, I, this is a Kate question. Matter of fact, this is a Kate question. This is a righteous and Kate question. (laughs) Uh,
1: so just looking at since double or nothing, Oh, I mean, oh, actually, that was I'm sorry. That was double or nothing. I'm looking at the wrong double or nothing. Right. So I'm just looking at what Jeff Hardy's been doing since since he got back. Right. Uh-huh. So he he comes back. They do the the firm deletion match. They win that uh, hook. Jeff Hardy, Matt Hardy. They beat the guns and Ethan Page at double or nothing. They, a win a, they They win a couple of house show matches, but they lose to Dynamite. This is back on June 21st. They lose on Dynamite to the guns. They lose the tag team battle Royal. They did win a six person tag team match in which they competed with Keith Lee on their team against Kip Sabian, the blade and the butcher. Okay. (laughs) They they've lost every match since then, except for this rampage taping on September 13th, where they won with, you know, Penta and Ray Phoenix. So Mm -hmm. it has been a lot of losing. Jeff Hardy lost Jeff, Jeff Hardy lost to Jeff Jarrett. He lost to Samoa Joe in the opening round of the eliminator tournament i mean that's not
3: right not no jeff jarrett he
1: he yeah he lost the texas chainsaw oh. massacre match yeah i forgot
3: i forgot about i Honestly, put that I match out, out of like, my head i blacked that
2: match out tbh
1: <laughs> so i don't know like hmm. i feel like you have the hardies you don't know how long you're gonna have the hardies And you're not utilizing the Hardy. It seems weird. And I know that's like for for me, because I'm like, please push some of the younger guys, push some of the younger guys, push some of the younger guys. But like also at the same time, you got the Hardys and you're not like using
2: them.
3: At least make
2: them some new t-shirts or something like dang. At least let them make
3: money like or a cardboard cut out of Jeff like this and another one hit like this. Oh, oh with the, the arms, they have to move. Like, yeah. <laughs> you can just, uh-huh. Come on, that's free merch. Tony, oh. you're giving away the game for free tonight. What's going on?
1: Like, honestly, their run right now feels like their last run in WWE. Oh. Like, yeah.
2: And it's, it's sad to see because you're like, Oh man, I, I remember the hardys and I just know what they were doing. And it's like I know that they could be doing that now, but it's just not not giving what it used to. Can so. they
3: though? Think about the way they used to wrestle, breakneck yeah. speed. And I think about when Matt first got to AEW, there was some gnarly chair oh, uh table spots with um with Sammy Guevara. I mean, mm-hmm, so it's yeah. like while on the one hand, it sucks, but on the other hand. Man, I want you to be here and take your time and be like Sting yeah. doing a couple of tumbles, but I, I think that is a give and take. You, you can't be yeah. doing swan time bombs and you, you're 40 and your back is like 70. You know what I mean? No shade. Yeah. No shade. I want them yeah. to be around, but I don't think they can wrestle the way they used to.
2: They, no,
1: could, they can still be using them creatively, though.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. Delete is old. delete absolutely over yeah and i think they don't have to be doing these crazy moves like you can have them doing these backstage segments you can Mm -hmm. have them on commentary you can have them doing things with rj city too like they could have their own little segments back there that would be hilarious
3: that would be fantastic actually
2: and if you have them in these you know shorter matches at least give them the win like come on we got to build towards something it just feels like they come out every now and then for people to cheer and then they lose
3: that's that's rude that's very rude
2: (laughs) (laughs) it's respectful
1: Cause I feel like let's just say Ed shows up in AEW
2: scandalous. That would be scandalous.
1: Everybody's going to want edge and Christian versus the Hardys. Absolutely.
3: And somehow bully Ray will find his way into AEW and we're going to get tables no. and ladders and chairs. Oh my, no, they signed oh a my legends
1: contract. They signed a legends contract. The, the Dudleys did. So oh that's yeah, not happening.
3: they just did something that impact 1000.
1: Yeah. But I mean like they're oh, going uh, after that they were going to. Yeah. So I don't know. That, yeah, I doubt that, right. that would happen. I I thought the same thing. I thought, oh shit, maybe the Dudleys would, you know, get involved in that, but they're not. But like, if that—that's one of those matches that has to happen. But granted, they're also the Hardys and they're bulletproof, so they could go from jobbers tonight awesome. to beating the Young Bucks next Wednesday, right? Like, it, you know, like if they did it, would you be surprised? Is what no. I'm saying. You know. can heat them up real fast, but it just feels like—I don't know. It just feels like they're not doing anything.
3: I'd pop if they pinned the, I'd pop if they pinned FTR just because I like chaos. Call me Juice Robinson. I think that would be hilarious. That'd be she hilarious, as a matter of fact. I would, I would pop it. I would defend it too. I would defend it. Same. All
1: right. We've been on for a long time. Meridian, uh, what you got going on? What can people uh, follow your stuff?
3: You guys can follow me
2: and subscribe to my YouTube channel at rest friends. That's W R E S T friends. We got all the good gossip cheesement. You can find it there and make sure you follow me on all my social media platforms, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, same as my name right here on this little corner, Iridian underscore Fierro. Cresta, what you got for the people
3: ladies and gentlemen on twitter x or whatever it's called crest of the star i have a link tree you can find me on instagram everywhere but facebook i'm live on tiktok and twitch every monday wednesday and friday and that's both at crest the star again you see it up here not the star like megan v star, and that's only on x because your boy elon musrack got me rickichino where can they find you <laughs>
1: uh one-stop shop on twitter Chino. spelled as you see it on the screen uh, did an interview with John Moxley this week because uh, AEW was in Cincinnati and they gave me the Cincinnati guy.
2: Shocker, because
1: I am also in the city of Cincinnati. Uh, so talk to him for what was supposed to be an eight-minute radio hit. This is a funny story. Originally, you know how these go: oh, in, no. out, promote the show, done with yep. life, right? My first question. It was a nine-minute answer from him. I ended up going forty-three minutes. Wow. With this man. Yeah. Yes, that's awesome. Uh, I had to cut it down to 24. But regardless, uh, you know, editing needed to be done on some certain things. But uh, it was a great interview. He had a like just going back and listening to it. There were so many great nuggets that I just missed in the moment because I'm sitting here going, should I ask him another question? You know, you know, yeah. that,
0: yeah, yeah, that yeah. interview
1: thing where you're like, OK, crap, should I keep going? Nobody's telling me to shut up. So and I've only asked two questions, so I'm going to keep going. There are a lot of really great uh, little nuggets that he dropped in there. Uh, You can find the link to the interview on the top of my page on Monday. I'm going to have an interview dropping with Chelsea green. uh, So you can check that out ahead of Monday night raw. She's an absolute sweetheart. I had so much technical difficulties and she sat right through them and I'm like, you're a champ. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Uh, So yeah, all of that one stop shop. uh, You can find it on my Twitter, but do me a favor. Subscribe to the believe in pro wrestling podcast, YouTube channel. That would be awesome. B L E A V. Uh, It's with myself and uh, SP3, we're live every Tuesday at uh, 2 o'clock or close as we can to it to do a live debate show. And if you know SP3, those can get spicy from time to time. And uh, that's where you're going to find all of my interviews with your favorite WWE and AEW superstars. So uh, you can follow me on Twitter if you'd like, but subscribe to the Believe in Pro Wrestling podcast YouTube channel. That would be fantastic, and thank you. And subscribe to Fightful. Subscribe to Fightful Select. Give this video a thumbs up. Give this video a like. And uh, just make sure to turn the notifications on so you know when our beautiful faces are going to be back next week. 10-10-ish. 10-10. Recapping the Texas death match between Brian oh, Danielson oh, and y'all, oh, And whoever RVD is going to fight. And so much more. And who knows what big news. Maybe Sean Ross will show up and drop some news for y'all. He hasn't done that in a while. We'll see if he does. Have a great rest of your weekend, everybody.